Oh. Hey, didn't see you there. And you don't have my pina colada? Alright, fine, whatever. But I do have something to tell you in the meantime. I have exciting news from Ancient City Designs, a haven for handcrafted treasures. Rick and Tony Rosenbaum poured their hearts into creating stunning, affordable pieces. Did you know they have a permanent booth at Coconut Barrel in St. Augustine? An artisan market featuring over 200 local vendors. At Coconut Barrel, you can find a selection of their inventory available for sale every day. But if you're not in the St. Augustine area, don't worry. They offer free shipping across the U.S. Though their custom-made wonders take about three weeks, it's worth the wait. Rick and Tony keep you in the loop with visuals and updates every step of the way. Returns or exchanges aren't an option, but fear not. They're dedicated to nailing your vision and ensuring your satisfaction. Located in St. Augustine, this husband and wife duo can't wait to craft something special just for you. Check out Ancient City Designs online or visit their booth at Coconut Barrel for local treasures and that special local discount. Don't miss out! AncientCityDesigns.com today and discover the magic of handmade at Ancient City Designs. Be sure to tell them that FDR's wheelchair sent you. Oh, where's my pina colada? Wheelchairs fans, it's Brandon here. We're just waiting on Dave. Still waiting. It's a recording time. Still waiting. Oh, here's a text from him. Hey man, can't make it today. Had a weird misunderstanding with my proctologist. Now we're spending a week in Costa Rica together. Stay loose. Trust me. That's a weird way to end a text message, but I guess we're going solo today. So you know what that means? That means it's a News from Dummies episode. All I have to do is call on my news puppy, and he'll get me the news for today. Oh my god! Hi there. Fucking... Lindsay, how do you, how do you keep getting in here? Is there like a portal or something? I... I swear to God, I scrubbed off that pentagram edge. Whatever. What do you want? What is it this time? Well, I'm a little debacle. Does something happen to Mitch Bell? Oh, what the... Okay. What? What's wrong? He's having one of those episodes. Oh, God. Um, What episode? Is he trying to crush education in Kentucky again? Is he? Is he trying to prevent millions of people from health care no you know his episode where he just doesn't do anything oh yeah from last year where he just stops talking yeah well um he'll, he'll come out of it no it's it's been a long time and he, he's not snapping out of it and his staff isn't anywhere to be seen and i i, I just don't know what to do i i, I can't bring him to the Republicans, because they'll just use him for spare parts. And I can't bring him to 
the Democrats because Nancy Pelosi will will put his head on the pike outside her office. Well, you're, you're actually not wrong on that. Okay, all right, so what the fuck do you want me to do? I had nowhere else to turn. FDR's wheelchair was my only hope. All right, where, 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 oh fuck, he's in the corner, okay. Yeah, well, he is just standing there, staring at me. That's weird. Okay, all right, well, let me think. All right, Lindsay. Have you ever seen Star Trek? Oh, um, the one where they fly around and they're wearing them, you know, form-fitting uniforms. And uh, they have a little contraption. And they can get chocolate whenever they want. No, I've never heard of it. What? Oh, all right. Fine, fair enough. You've never heard of it. Yeah. I would never listen to or watch such socialist propaganda. Oh. All right, fine. Whatever. Anyway, there's a whole plot line in there where they have to turn the android off. And there's a button on the lower part of his back. Turns him on and off. Turn him off. He doesn't do anything. Stands there like Minchie Bear. Hit again. He reboots. Comes back. Why don't we try that? Uh, okay, let me let me search for the button on his back, Lindsay. His back. Well, I thought I found it. Okay, okay. Let me search on his back. Higher, Lindsay. Much higher. Y yes, lower. Again, Lindsay. The back. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it. Oh, that that is a button. There. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm not going to turn it on just yet. Um, I think I just need some time for me, you know. What? Fine. What? Well, are you going to take it with you? I was just thinking we could just be here for a little bit longer. Is that okay? I Fine, whatever. Whatever. Just be... Lindsay? Lindsay, oh, there you are. Jesus Christ, Lindsay. If you're going to stay here, you're going to have to turn him around the corner. I can't take the stair, okay? Just turn him around. They're better. All right, now you go sit over there and be quiet. Or just disappear through the fucking portal that's somewhere around here. All right, well, I guess we can get our episode going. News puppy! Bring me the news. All right. What we got? Okay. Is is that a jawbone you're chewing on? I'm going to just pretend that's not terrifying or human. All right. First news. Man displays his father's head, who is a former federal worker on a YouTube channel. News puppy, is there anything you need to you know what? Let's let's do this. Let's just turn that newspaper over and pretend I didn't know anything about it. That solves it all, right? Okay. Next news story. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg was in the Senate today to answer questions about 
Instagram and Facebook allowing child molestation. Led by Josh Holly and Ted Cruz. That right? Huh. Who knew? All right. Let's go to a clip. So you didn't take any action. You didn't take any action. You didn't fire anybody. You haven't compensated a single victim. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? Would you like to do so now? Well, they're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? Zuckerberg, why should your company not be sued for this? Why is it that you can claim you hide behind a liability shield? You can't be held accountable. Shouldn't you be held accountable personally? Will you take personal responsibility, Senator? I, I think I've already answered this. I mean, this is these. Well, try us again. Will you take personal responsibility, Senator? I view my job and the job of our company as building the best tools that we can to keep our community safe. That was Josh Hawley, the same guy who gave the fist bump to the insurrections on January 6th and then was later taped running away from the gunfire. That's the same Josh Hawley. And then we have a clip from Ted Cruz. Follow-up to Instagram do when you have a potential pedophile clicking on I'd like to see child porn. What did you do next when that happened? Senator, I think that an important piece of context here is that any context that we think is child sexual Mr. Zuckerberg, that's called a question. What did you do next when someone clicked, you may be getting child sexual abuse images, and they click, see results anyway. What was your next step? You said you might be wrong. Did anyone examine, was it in fact child sexual abuse material? Did anyone report that user? Did anyone go and try to protect that child? What did you do next? Senator, we take down anything that we think is sexual abuse material on the service, and we do... Did, did anyone verify to... whether it was, in fact, child sexual abuse material? Senator, I don't know if, if every single search result we're following up on, but... In, did did but you report the, the people who wanted it? Senator, do you want me to answer your question? Yeah, I want you to answer the question I'm asking. Did you report time to speak the people them? who click see results anyway? Is this hearing going to fix anything or bring any new laws about? No. Is this political theater? Yes. But is it fun to watch Mark Zuckerberg squirm under questioning and have to apologize to the parents? Fucking yes it is. And also brings up the issue to everybody who didn't know this existed. Now, moving on to another person who doesn't protect children. Jim Jordan and the border deal. Republicans have been much maligning... Uh, President Biden on the border and saying that he's doing nothing to help the influx of migrants coming across the, the border, leading this charge at Jim Jordan, who said, when you're on pace to get 12 million new people in Biden's presidency, you should probably say time out. Maybe we should just stop and say, if you're coming for asylum, we're not going to let you in. We're going to call a time out on this. Well, Jimmy, that is, um, let me check my notes. 
Oh yeah, illegal and a violation of human rights. Kind of like when you don't report people having sex with children. A human rights violation. And the, what is it, 12 million people that are coming across is, hmm, a lie. Yes, it is true that there has been a, a spike created by many reasons of migrants crossing the borders. It is nowhere near those figures. All right, well, we're going to talk about people that just don't understand things. Let's go to Vivek Ramaswamy, who he learned what the word secularism means. Let's go to the clip. You've said that you're against secularism. So which religion should rule us all? None. That is the answer. Well, we is that First secularism? Amendment. That's not secularism. I think that capitalist secularism is something that has used a substitute religious-like worldview to foist that affirmatively onto multiple institutions across this country. I think that there are many forcible agendas. If you have to pledge allegiance to a diversity, equity, inclusion agenda as a function of getting a job, I think that is a Title VII violation, civil rights violation today. So I don't believe that there should be any religion, secular humanism or otherwise, foisted upon anyone, certainly not through the government. My view is you have free expression in the United States. I'm an ardent defender of religious liberty. Whatever your religion is, you have the right to practice it as long as you're not explicitly harming somebody else. That's literally secularism, Vivek. That's literally the that's, definition of secularism. That's actually... Well, well then, Cenk, what I would say is respectfully, whatever word you use to describe it... Now, I've written a whole book about this, and so we can debate the vocabulary. But in concept, I believe that every religion should be practicable in the United States with religious liberty as long as you're not harming somebody else. And the government cannot establish any one religion as the governing religion for the United States of America. Good news. That's, that's in the U.S. So Constitution. The Constitution says. That's exactly yeah, I, I, right. I that's the U.S. Constitution. The Constitution. That is why the U.S. Constitution yeah. is considered the first secular Constitution. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. The fact, learning a new word. If only the public education teachers didn't let him down in the first place. Now, the next story of people arguing about what words mean, the Supreme Court is about to hear argue, oral arguments about Colorado taking Trump off the ballot. News puppy, get my lawyer hat. No, that's my cult leader hat. And what's it? Yes, they'll pay, little man. They'll all pay. But get my lawyer hat. Okay, there it is. All right, got it. All right, so... Retired Judge J. Michael Luddick filed an amicus brief with the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday arguing that former President Trump is disqualified to run for public office under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Now, amicus brief is usually written by retired judges to a court that's about to make a decision. It gives them their side of the story, their, not side of the story, their arguments for or against and why they hold that, why they hold that view and why it's important in certain aspects of the law that they sh think that they should be looking at. So Luddig, a longtime conservative jurist in the 4th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, argued the Supreme Court justices, when they hear arguments next month in the case involving Colorado Supreme Court decision to bar Trump from the ballot, should take a textualist approach to interpreting the Constitution. Now, textualist approach is how the Constitution applies to us today. Not, it's not an originalist where it's 
exactly what was written down. So how the Constitution applies to modern day. So, for example, abortion. Abortion wasn't specifically discussed in the Constitution. It's hard to take a original view of what the founders thought about abortion. So Texture's approach is that the Constitution is a living, breathing document. It needs to kind of be a, applicable to the times that it's being forced under. Judge Luddick wrote, The textual con touchstone is to give every constitutional provision its fair meaning. A narrow construction to promote judi judicial restraint is just as bad as an unreasonably enlarged construction. Scalia and Gunnar approvingly quote Justice Story that it is forbidden to narrowly construe a constitutional provision as if it were subversive of the great interests of society or derogated from the inherent sovereignty of the people. Every provision of the Constitution is part of the supreme law of the land, not the inferior law of the land. So what Judge Ludwig is basically saying there is that Trump's an insurrectionist and he should not be allowed to run for office. He does it in a lot of uh, words and very legally, legalize legalese, whatever. He basically is saying, you have to understand what the 14th Amendment actually says. And he cannot run because he incited an insurrection. Pretty uh, plain and simple. So, we'll move on to the next story. Oh, what do we got? Republican Party targets Taylor Swift and new campaigns. What does News Puppy have to say of that? Oh, we don't give a shit. Excellent. Moving on to the last story of the day. What does it say? Uh, neuroscientists say that choice is predetermined and an illusion. Well, how poignant and applicable to a show that deals with politics. Well, go out there and be your predetermined selves, FDR Wheelchairs fans. And I guess it's time that I gotta go turn on Mitch McConnell, I guess. Oh my... What? He turned around. That's weird. Wait. Why is there a computer script running on my computer? Why does it look like Mitch McConnell's face? Oh, God. Oh, God. This can't be good. This podcast is a production of Unfiltered Studios. If you would like to know more about joining Unfiltered Studios, please visit our website at unfpod.com for more information.